Hey there, we're continuing our conversation on fear. I will be right back. Blessings to you and welcome to Walk in the Word. I am your host, Robin Boone. This podcast, Walk in the Word, is one that is dedicated to helping us to live according to the Word of God by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so glad that you are here. We are going to get started and we are talking about fear, getting freedom from fear. And I'm impressed and led to do this series on fear because fear is so pervasive in our society. It is everywhere. It is everywhere. It's in every home. And for the Christian, that is not acceptable. Yes, we fear God in the in the sense of we are awe-inspired. We are reverentially fearful of God, his power. And sometimes, listen, sometimes it's just good to be afraid of God because that fear of God, the fear that God puts in us, uh, sometimes makes us give a second thought to getting into sin, getting into trouble. You know, that fear that we have of our parents, like, oh no, they're going to spank me or, oh no, they're going to punish me or, you know, they're going to take away my car. They're going to uh, give me uh what is it? Time out. Or as an older uh, child, they're going to ground me. That's the word I'm, I'm coming for. They're going to ground me. So that the fear of those consequences causes or should cause us to back up and say, whoa, I don't want to deal with that. So let me just back up and think about this again and say no, you know, and that is translated to our Heavenly Father because there are consequences to sin. There are consequences to rebellion. And I don't want to deal with those consequences anymore. I want, you know, so in the sense of that, I have that fear of God. Like, no, no, because I have been there. I have experienced the consequences of sin. I have experienced the separation of our relationship, not separation in the sense of I'm no longer saved, just separation in the sense of knowing his presence, feeling his nearness. That is a separation that I don't want to experience ever, ever again. And so uh, I keep that healthy fear of God before me. So what we are talking about this Fear, this negative fear that was actually introduced by Satan, by Satan. Fear was introduced into humanity by Satan. He is real. He is not a joke. He is the enemy of our souls. He is the enemy of God. So he introduced fear. And how do we know he introduced fear? Because in Genesis chapter 3, after Satan 
got the results that he wanted. He got Adam to take of the fruit from the midst of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. After he got Adam and Eve to take of that fruit and eat it, what did they do? They covered themselves and they hid from God. They said to God, we hid, we were afraid. And that fear was not of God. They had an awe of God. They walked with God. They talked with God. They had a, an intimate relationship with God that we on this side of their fall have never known. Some have been close, so close. There was even one in the Bible that said Enoch walked with God. His relationship with God was so close that God just took him. So, but that closeness, that intimacy, they allowed Satan to bring in fear. And that separated them in a way that I was thinking about what their bodies must have gone through. So, because they were holy, they were completely holy. Adam and Eve, I'm talking about. They were completely holy, completely righteous walking with God, no fear, completely open and vulnerable and bare in the sense that their nakedness, they were not ashamed. They were just who they were with God. It was just so beautiful and so real. And then this transformation happens when they sinned, when they disobeyed, when they rebelled against God. What kind of physiological changes took place in them? What happened physically to them to cause them to fear like they did? What happened in their brains? What changed? I started thinking like, what changed in them? All kinds of things must have happened to bring up those emotions. So fear was brought into their lives. It was awakened in them. And God didn't, listen, God did not create Adam and Eve. God did not create humanity to fear in that negative sense. He did not create us for that. He created us for more. So I want to, and all through the Bible, God works on his people. Do not fear. Fear not. Don't be afraid because he understands that we are prone to fear. God's heart understands that and it started way, way back in Genesis. So let's go to John 14, 27. Now in John chapter 14, and even before that, in the Gospel of John, this is Jesus. And he is preparing his disciples who have walked with him and been intimate with him and, and ministered with him and watched him heal and heard him teach and impacted their lives in an eternal way. He's preparing them for the fact that he is going away. He's preparing them for the fact that he is going to the cross. He is going to be crucified. He's preparing them. 
and he's preparing them in such a way. He's giving them comfort. And they don't know it totally right then. But he is showing them how they're going to receive comfort. He's showing them how to pray. He's teaching them that someone else is going to come alongside and not just come alongside of them. Someone else is going to dwell in them. And that is his presence by the Holy Spirit. And he tells them that I have a gift for you. I'm going away, but I'm leaving you a gift. I'm giving you a gift. And I'm not just talking about the Holy Spirit, but I'm giving you a gift and it's not the kind of a gift that the world gives. So John 14, 27, let's read that. Peace I leave with you. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible Version. Jesus says in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled or fearful. Now, of course, he's talking to his disciples and he's telling them that he is going away. And, you know, I don't want you to be afraid or fearful. And then you you can read on in verse 28 what, what he says that he's going away. Now, this peace that he leaves with the disciples and that peace is gifted to us as well, is shalom. It's wholeness. And I remember my pastor saying over and over, uh, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. The peace that Jesus gives is the wholeness that there is nothing lacking in us because of Christ, because those of us who have accepted his free gift of salvation, who have accepted him as Lord and Savior of our lives, we are filled with the shalom, with the wholeness of God. There is no, Now, when you think about that, it's like, wait a minute, how can there be nothing missing, nothing broken, and I've got all these this lack in my life, or all this lack in my emotions, or all this lack and you know um, not necessarily I'm not talking about financial but just lack I'm I'm missing something no we are not missing anything he promised that there will be no good thing that he would withhold from those who walk uprightly we live in Christ in him we live in him we move in him we have our being Christ is all in all he is the fullness of God And so we have the fullness of God. We are not God, but we have his fullness. We have all the measure of him that makes us whole and makes us complete. And as I think about that right now, that means that there is no other person that can complete me because I am complete doesn't mean I don't desire relationship or, you know, uh, uh, companion. It doesn't mean that. It means that even if there is no one else, I am complete. 
in him, he makes me complete. I think about these things, these um, posts that I see on social media and even uh, things I hear people say, you complete me when they're talking about, you know, being in a relationship or in a marriage, you complete me. I'm just 50%. You bring your 50% and there were 100. Oh no, honey. No, no one completes you or me, but Christ. We cannot look to another person to complete us because we will always be disappointed. We can't put that weight on someone else. So Let's go back to the peace that God gives. That's what I'm talking about, the wholeness. And this peace also means quietness and rest. It does not mean that everything around me is quiet. It does not mean that everything around me is tranquil. It does not mean that I steal away to a place where everything is quiet, but inside I'm all in a rage. My emotions are just out of control. That's not peace. That's not the peace that the Lord gives. The peace that he gives means even in the midst of turmoil, even in the storm, even in the place where I'm grieving, even in the place where there is trouble all around me and negativity. God gives the peace that settles us on the inside and we are not moved. We are solid and we cannot be moved. That is the peace that God gives. And when he gives that peace that is available to every believer that is actually in us, then he can say, don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. How can that be? Because we have a decision to make every time fear tries to come and talk to us and influence us and drive us and move us out of our position every time that fear tries to come we have a choice he said do not let so if we are to not let fear have control over us that means we have a decision to make we can control the influence of fear and we have the power over fear fear is an awareness of danger now there is the fear where we can we need to be afraid if we're in a dangerous situation and and, and uh, when fear takes over our bodies and there's that fight or flight syndrome where it's like, okay, we got to get away or we got to fight. We, we're in danger. But this is a different kind of fear. This is the fear that will paralyze us. This is the fear that we are not created for. This is the fear, this is the part of fear where there are what ifs. What if I, if I do this, what if that? If I say this, what if that? If I go here, what if that? 
If I step out of my door, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, oh my God, there's anxiety and troubled, being troubled and being fearful and being afraid and and just all around us. We can get to the place where we don't want to make a move, even fearful of relationship or fearful of like I said earlier walking outside because you know we've heard some things in the news I talked about that in the last episode the news meet the media and how they perpetuate the spirit of fear we need to be aware of what's going on but our confidence has to be that God has us. That no matter what comes our way, God has us. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. Now the heart can be overwhelmed and can affect every other area of our being. So Jesus is saying, the very deepest part of you, the very deepest part of you needs to be filled with my peace. It needs to be filled with the peace that I give. The very deepest part of you needs to be filled with the confidence and the trust that Jesus will take care of everything that concerns us. So I just want to say, lastly, um, we want to be in a place where we enter into the rest of God, where we enter into the quietness of God, not necessarily on the outside. And this, of course, is not saying, you know, don't don't go out in nature. Don't go up in the mountains. Don't, you know, go to the beach where there's peace and rest and tranquility and all that stuff. It's not saying that we are to enjoy what God has created. But those things don't necessarily bring peace to the heart. When there's internal turmoil and struggle and fear the only one who can settle that is the Lord and I want to lastly say I said lastly the the last time but no there's something else the Lord let me know that we have to be honest with him we have to let him know when we're afraid and what we're afraid of sometimes we don't know and this is why it is so important to be in a place where we go to God and we pray and we sit before God and we allow him to reveal those areas where we don't know. Because we sometimes there are the things that are covered that are hidden and only God in prayer can reveal those things. Now he can bring someone else to you know speak to us and say, um, word, give us words of knowledge you know, that kind of thing. But there is no place like the quiet place of being with the Lord. And even today, and I'll share this with you, even this morning, I sat before God 
And because he's working with me on this topic of fear, I began to just pour out to him the things that I fear, that I'm afraid of. And you know the beauty of that is that he's my heavenly father and I know he will not judge me or condemn me for how I feel because he wants me to be open and honest with him so he can bring healing and so he can show me the scriptures where I can gain confidence and have more trust and allow him to fill me and push back those emotions that are not of him and that he did not create me to have or to rule over me. So I hope this was a blessing to you. I just want to say thank you for stopping by. And uh, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you for John 14, 27, and how Jesus was so concerned about his disciples. And he loved them so deeply that he wanted to prepare them for the fact that he would be going away but that he would not leave them alone. He gave them all these tools, God, and strategies to to overcome fear and discomfort and dread and being afraid because of what was to come for them. Father, thank you for your love for us. Thank you, God, for your concern, a love that is like none other, God. Thank you for the wholeness and the shalom that you have already given to us. It's not something that we seek, but it is already within us, Lord. Thank you for quietness and rest. Father, help us not to look to others to bring the peace and the wholeness, God, but help us to know that we are whole and we are complete. And because of that, God, we are to trust you and not fear and not let the deepest part of us, our hearts, be troubled because you You are holding us and you will forever hold the believer. I thank you, Father. And I thank you for anyone who does not know you as their Lord and Savior, God, that these words, that your spirit would move in their hearts and bring them to a place where they will surrender and know that you have a peace that surpasses all understanding and you can settle their hearts and minds forever. So Lord, draw them to you and I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you want to contact me about how to get this piece, you can email me at walkinthewordwithrobin at gmail.com. You can also um, message me privately on Facebook find Walk in the Word with Robin. Even on Instagram, you will find Walk in the Word with Robin. Private message me and let's have a conversation about how you can access this peace that only Jesus can give. God bless you. Thank you again. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.